Coming to you direct from Bris Vegas, Australia, we are four music fans who have agreed to disagree on just about everything in popular music. I'm Lord Ben, Lord of the Lords, your humble host, and a real-life meatloaf fan. I'm joined by my three bats out of hell, Lord Brett, your own Kenny G, and your long-haired lover from Coochie Mudlow, Lord Al the Enigma, he loves the obscure but won't deny the heavy metal youth in his closet, and Lord Kev, still keeping up that fake Irish accent, if only to deride anything that ever sold more than five copies. And welcome back to the Lords of Loud for episode 76. We've got another fantastic show for you tonight. Um, We're going to be, well, it's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. It's Mother's Day. Happy, Happy Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. To all the mothers out there, we've got a lot of mother listeners. Can I just can I just say that this is Australian mothers, but we're including global mothers? Yeah, sure. So just replay yeah. this on the appropriate date right. for your for your uh, country. But yes, we're talking about Australian mothers here, and Happy Mother's Day to Moms. all the mothers out there. Hmm. Well, even if you're a mother f- seriously, we're, anyone, we're we'll take anyone. Yo, yeah. we're we're be That's Father's Day, isn't it? <laughs> Technically that's speaking. Not, Technically. That's... that's <laughs> Can't say that, Al. Can't say that, Al. Can't say that, mate. Now, I was hoping that this would be a, a PG rated. Oh, sorry. <coughs> sorry. Kev's you know, not listening. <coughs> <Sorry>. <coughs> version. Yeah. Uh, because coincidence, you know, that I'll throw in, I was going to mention anyway, is that uh, I actually mentioned to my mum on the phone the other day that we do this thing. And I uh-huh. kind of previously said anything. So. Very good. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll use the uh, all well, the modern technology to bleep out any explosives. This is before, though. This is before I knew we were doing a Mother's Day episode. It was like. I thought, oh, oh well, you know, so you're saying, so now I put it on, and of course the first line it's is a bit all of bad, bad timing <laughs> there. Yes. Yeah, okay, it's a little bit blue, a little bit blue. All right, yeah. well, we're going to be playing some of our favourite songs that our mothers uh, might have liked, or, or songs that remind us of our mothers later on. Um, but before that, of course, oh, and of course, we're going to be doing the magical wheel of fortune later. Oh, That's hey. going yeah. Goes Did without it, saying, yeah, mm. goes without saying. Um, but before that, we've got album of the week and. It's my turn to do album of the week this oh, week. Cool. Yeah. What have you got, Lord Ben? All right, thanks, Lord Al. Thanks for, for throwing to me there. Um, <laughs> so I've got uh, this is the latest album from London Grammar. Uh, now they're a uh, English. I was about to say British, but I've got to be very careful these days. Uh, they're an English uh, sort of dream pop group uh, with a f- great female lead singer. Uh, this is their third record after the very successful Truth is a beautiful. Uh, thing I think that was released in about 2017, maybe like something like that. Uh, so this is their third album, and this finds lead singer Hannah Reed really taking the reins here creatively and, and driving driving the band forward. Um, her vocals have become even more prominent, uh, even more dreamy, and and I'd say if you like um, Florence, if you like Florence. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florence the Machine and and Florence I can't remember her last name. Uh, if you like that sort of vocal, I feel like this is for me. Her vocals can get a bit um, what's the word grating at times uh, over too much play, whereas Hannah's vocals sustain a full album. Uh, there's enough soul and uh, emotion to to sustain a full album. Uh, and this is a very good album from them. This this is called Californian Soil, uh, and this is yeah their third album. Nice dream pop, a uh, lot more emotion, a lot more uh, rawness to this to this record. I feel like um, even it's at times it's even like quite haunting some of the vocal delivery on this. Um, so yeah, do yourself a favor, check out California Soul by London Grammar, and I'm going to play the title track California Soul. A little bit of that now. Oh, 
nice. Your voice yeah. kind of reminds me a little of um, Beth Orton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got that sort of vibe. Yeah, um, no, nice. Yep, great. Smooth, smooth voice. Mm. Yes, lovely, smooth, soulful sort of voice. So, yeah, do yourself a favour and go and check out London Grammar's new album, Californian Soil. In fact, buy a copy for your mum. Yeah, it'd be a great yeah. album for your mum. Or your for, grandma. Uh, for or Mother's your Day. Yeah. I like that. You well, that? if you're only doing it now, it could be a bit late. That's right. So. <laughs> I'm just running down to the shop now. I'm really yeah. going to have no excuse for forgetting Mother's Day this year, don't I? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Damn it. So while we're on Album of the Week, though, I just want to quickly shout out to those listening at home. If you know a, a young band or a, an emerging artist who would love to have their latest release featured on The Lords of Loud, we would love to do it as Album of the Week. So if you want to send us through, send an email or contact us on the website uh, or on social, for that matter, send us a private message on social, we would love to feature your. We'd love to review your album and, and feature it as album of the week, whether it's an EP or a, or a full length album or a single, for that matter, that you yeah. that you're wanting yeah. to release. So yeah, just the good stuff, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I expect us to bag the hell out of it, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, no, we'd love to. We'd love to review. We'd love to support uh, emerging artists. So yeah, please. But the disclaimer has to be that none of our friends or family can do it, right? That's what they, it always <laughs> is. Right. So sure. that's right, Lord Allen. Mm-hmm. No, you've got a few. Songs there in the closet. Don't bring them out, please. Um, I don't know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Very good. All right. So let's move on to the Mother's Day portion of this. And who'd like to kick us off with an with a song that uh, that their mother, you know, like used to listen to, or something from an artist they like, or maybe it's a song that reminds you of of you know your mother. Well, well, let me jump in. Um, uh, I didn't get a lot of my musical taste from my mum. But my mum was very supportive of uh, uh, allowing us to to get a musical taste. So it was my mum who would buy us the hits of '82 albums. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, well, this sounds like a loophole forming. That's all I can say. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I'm, gonna, I'm I've got a couple mm. of songs here that that my mum loves, and I'll play them. But. Uh, I can't say anything. I can't find you them weren't awesome. inspired by them. I weren't inspired by them. Mm. Um, so apparently it's Meatloaf. No. Um, <laughs> so the first one, it's a, it's a James last song, and it's called it's the wedding song. Um, uh, my mum's a big James last fan. He's a German uh, a, a German composer, uh, and it's th- now this is about early seventies. It's it's that classic. <coughs> choral album where there's not a singer there's mm-hmm. a choir uh, sing mm-hmm. all the lyrics <laughs> right uh, right a true great chorus and, and, and so so let's from have a Germany. let's have a quick listen yes. uh, uh, to uh, to um, the song wedding song please imagine a bit of interpretive dances while you're doing this as well I'm thinking of Led Zeppelin at the moment. No, it's, it's not going to be Led Zeppelin in a second. <laughs> it's better than Zeppelin. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. It's not plagiarised. Soundtrack. Exactly. So they've got now, a chorus now, for the chorus. Sorry. They've got a chorus for the chorus. That's right. This is. You've got to get onto the to the playlist on Spotify. Listen to this album. The album is called "Love Must Be the Reason," and it is full of this stuff. And I and it, and it again. It, yeah, it's from the the soundtrack mm. of Hair. It is. Yeah. It's just right in that that. You can get. It, you can also get it fifty cents at your local op shop. I've seen it many times. There you so, go. Yeah. And and it's 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 um. Classic. Snap it up. Well, it's cheap. Snap Sold it up, a million well, it's cheap. copies. At the it is, time. It is yeah. real. Yeah, yeah. It's a big seller. Uh, but it is so uh, of that era. Um, now, what's really what's really interesting about uh, that song uh, is 
that was written by the Paul from Peter, Paul and Mary, whose name is Noel. <laughs> His mm. name's not Paul. <laughs> but he wrote it for yes. Peter, whose name was Peter when Peter got married. Um, Peter changed his name when he got married? No, you have to rewind this session and have a listen to what I just said. I'm not going to repeat it. My mum is was a massive uh, James Last fan, and that song just reverberated in the yeah, house. Yeah, very good. No, I, I actually could listen to that. That's actually quite no, nice. It's, it's a lovely, yeah, yeah. It reminds me of a few more. Baby, baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kev, do you have one that you'd like to throw in there? Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, my mum... Um, had our four or five albums, I would say, that, you know, we pilfered and listened to, you know, and she didn't have a huge, you know, collection, mm. uh, dad neither, but that certainly had her favourites. Um, I would say that, you know, an abiding memory of mine is her doing the ironing, listening to Neil Diamond, yes. uh, Forever in Blue Jeans oh. uh, album. Um, and again, we're just right back in an era just with, with that. Um, I couldn't bring myself, uh, I had to say, to to choose any of those i was lucky enough i think unlike yourself maybe to there was a couple of things that she listened to that were just like you know really really yeah, enjoyed yeah, yeah. and first off the bat would be mamas and the papas um she was a big fan of those uh she was a bit of a hippie and yeah there was the song i'm going to play you is off of probably the one album she had and it was probably a compilation um based on the fact that this doesn't sort of exist on any of their you know, official LPs, it's called um, California Earthquake. And um, rather than being one of the, you know, the best known Mamas and Papas um, singles, which, you know, certainly the album we had in the house had a few of those on there. This is the one that I just really got my ears into and I was just like, there's something really interesting about what's happening. So, um, yeah, Mama Cass doing her best thing and, you know, thanks to my mum for that one. There's a fair bit of... Um, we have 60 stuff at the beginning, so uh, it takes a while to get into it, but I love that stuff. Surely someone's done a cover of that because it's just begging for yeah yeah yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not to know to be honest, but yeah, uh, yeah it was it was uh, one that I really just dug, I guess. And um, you know, me and my sister would do this thing, and it kind of gives me a lot of memories just talking about this. But we would like do this thing, we would kind of nick the tapes from time to time, and we kind of had these battles over who was gonna, you know, uh, secure like uh, half decent ones that mum or dad had, you know, into our own wee collections, <laughs> and that was always a bit of a war over. Uh, Mamas and the Papas, and it's a family favourite now. You know, Hazel's always requesting My Girl, and um, you know, this got so many great songs. I'm yeah. a huge fan to this day. So, yeah, I mean, she's certainly listened to a whole bucket load of rubbish as well, don't get me wrong. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to throw out some Nana Mascouris and yes. some Demis Roussos, yes. and you know, anything by Andrew Lloyd Webber from God's <laughs> sake. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> for now, yeah, I was very, very happy to um, be in. Inducted into the world of uh, mums and the papas, thanks. Yeah, to yeah, very good. All right. Well, I might jump in there. Um, I think I, as I said in the in the Father's Day episode that we did, I think last season, uh, my parents didn't necessarily have a you know, collection of records. It was more about uh, they, they, yeah, they had a small collection and things they'd play, but it was definitely more about you know what was on the radio or uh, you know just just picking up things as you went along. You know, particular popular songs that they liked or whatever, but 
mum in particular had a real, has always had a love for that um, early 60s um, pop, particularly the surf type movies. Now, for people who don't know what I'm talking about, there was a whole range of movies that involved um, characters like Gidget. Yes. Um, you know, it was all about... Elvis, Elvis did a couple? Elvis did a couple. Clam Bake or something like that? Cliff Richard was yes. her favourite. Mm. He did a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the whitest guy straight from England, <laughs> straight onto the beach. Yeah. Um, and she's always Burned been... to a, a crisp. She's been a massive Cliff Richard fan her whole life. Uh, and that that's the one that's the one particular artist that stands out to me as as her favorite um so i'm going to play this is this is this is more of an 80s thing so you know i've tried to bring it back to more in my, my wheelhouse <laughs> um but this is uh some people by cliff richard People forget that Cliff Richard had quite a few eighties hits. Yeah. Um, oh, he he's got, he yeah. he uh, he lasts through generations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, well, there you go. Pretty What's nice. Yeah. Bit of Cliffy, a bit of Cliffy. Mickey on Flanagan the called him the the last of the mysteries. <laughs> don't, don't spoil it, kid. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Al. No, that that I mean, that's definitely ringing bells for. What we heard in our house as well. Yep. So, good, uh, good. But, uh, I talked with my sister about this, um, and then with my mum afterwards. Did you get... did you coordinate that using your calendar? <laughs> no, because um, <laughs> I want to. Are, I we to, to see... the, are we able to put the graph up? No, <laughs> no, no, social graph. no, I was just interested because I was like, well, there's ones that I know, but I wonder if they're different from my sister. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because she's five years older, and then I. I also wondered what my mum's take on it, whether she could put herself back in to our childhood to pick out what she thought. So, it so turns, you drew up a matrix. Drew up a matrix, <laughs> yeah. Common, yeah. 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 Connected all the... If you've got a photo you're working out, well, you say, <laughs> if you put that out. Anyway, mum yeah, was... This probably, is just a long way to justify more Cliff Richards <laughs> than I think. No, 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 problem. No more Cliff Richards. So it turns out, meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had no meatloaf. Um... However, Mum was prolific with collecting albums, um, and, and she had four basic categories. Uh, she had classical music, uh, and in recent years, that's gone up to, you know, I mean, you start off with Beethoven, Bach, you, yeah, yeah. then it, it includes stuff like Enya and River Dance, right. Scottish marching bands, yes, of course, um, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. She's got crooners. Uh, so, you know, Cliff Richard would definitely be in there. Yep. But Johnny Mathis. Oh, Johnny Mathis. Lionel Richie. Yes. Michael Bolton. Oh. Uh, Ronan Keating. So, you know, oh. dur- during during the time about, yeah, when I was moving out. So, Ronan, Ronan was probably the last one. Did that help you move out? Now, was that, yeah. West, was that Westlife? Was his Westlife? No. Uh, what was Boy Zone. Zone. Boy Zone. Yeah. Boy Zone. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So, um, <clears throat> but yes, dur- during... Uh, the mid, early and mid eighties. Uh, Lionel Richie was a definite favourite. Yes. Out of the crooners. Yep. So, uh, so for Mum, it's uh, it's Penny Lover. Oh. Which I have to say is remarkably cheap. Girl, my heart's beating for 
first time I saw you So I can't say there was a lot out of the crooners collection that I, that you know, I took I took with me. Like I do have a slight tough spot for Lionel Richie. I think it was because the songs were real, well written. Yes. And at one, yeah. And at one stage when I had long hair, my mum was like, "Oh, you know, you're a bit, you're looking a bit like Michael Bolton." Wow. As a like, <laughs> I was like, really, Mum? Wow. Is that supposed to be complimentary? Is this just pre-haircut? I just yeah. say that was, that was just <laughs> yes. that, I was just to say that's a brilliant way to get yes. you to cut your hair. Exactly, exactly. It was, it was Machiavellian. To be yeah. fair, if Michael Bolton was a meth addict, then I would have said yes. <laughs> <laughs> it looked exactly like him. No, it was in the early days. So. Weirdly, though, Michael Bolton's quite a good sense of humour. So, you know. Yes, that's right. Again, that's, it's just odd. You'd have to with a hair <laughs> one. <laughs> Very good. Rightio. All right. Back to me. Yep. Now, uh, imagine if you, in your formative years of, of developing a musical taste, you weren't allowed to listen to music. What, what would that do to you? Right? <laughs> I think I'm seeing the evidence in front of me. Thank you. My. You'd maybe find the black rose and latch onto it. That's like, right. For, that's right. Death. Desperately. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. Uh, you'd, be, you'd never progress, really. Yeah. You'd, just be, <laughs> One bar, you'd never get out of that forever. Forever. blues. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so my mother went to a Catholic boarding school where they weren't allowed to listen to the radio. Oh. So, Are you talking about your mum? Yeah. Oh. oh Sorry. Yeah. Oh, it makes sense. Okay. Uh, uh, Kev's mum, cover your ears. F*** you, Al. So, um, <laughs> so, yeah, so my mum, during, uh, you know, those formative years as a teenager, wasn't allowed to listen to music. Wow. So... Having said that, uh, the next song I want to uh, play that was played on our record player, uh, now I couldn't find uh, the one that she used to play, so I found a version of it. It's it's a song called Baubles, Bangles and Beads. Mm. Now what's really interesting about the the version that she used to listen to... Just keep it PG, please. That's right. That's our next Christmas special, isn't it? It was another uh, choir singing song, right? Mm -hmm. So the, the whole choir sang it. The, the original version she listened to um, was was from a, a guy called Bert Kempfoot, and that's a callback to uh, Lord Ben and I used to do a Vinyl Friday yes. when we used to work together, and we used to play quite a few of Bert's things. Yeah. yeah. But what's really interesting about Bert, and here's a callback to you, Lord Ben, yes. is he hired the Beatles to back whoever, Tony somebody, to do... Tony Sheridan? Yes, yep. to do Bonnie, My Bonnie. Yes, oh. yes. Which was my mum's first single. Oh, and if you oh, still got it, it's worth a fortune. It's worth a fortune. I won't reveal your address, but it's okay. Thank you. So let's have a listen to a version of the song. This isn't the version my mum played, and I would remember. This is a version, and it's a little bit sultry version of mm. Baubles. This is, this is a tribute. A tribute. Let's do a tribute to Baubles, Bangles and Beans. Right. But, but you can imagine a little uh, a choir of you know singing yes. it and that little jaunty 60s sort yeah, of yeah. just ruining it but yeah you know <laughs> whereas this is actually a quite a nice sort of sultry version yeah. and, and and in my little research for today uh sorry for tonight's show um uh, it's a jazz standard and all these awesome right. jazz right. Okay. people just do it and i'm thinking mm. oh, my mum was just in the opposite direction of all of that so so do you think your mum's love of chorus or choral singing is perhaps like she just wants to compensate for those teenage years where you heard no music. Yeah, just sure. like, I'm going to have all the singers all at once. All the singers all at once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, again, though, I mean, I think that's just part of the era that that she started listening to music in the 60s. Mm. Um, that yeah. that seemed to be a, a pretty common thing, which for some reason we don't longer have, where an mm. entire choir would sing the song rather than just a bloke. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, really good. Mm. Okay. Right, ah, uh, yeah. Um, so um, I'm going to go with another one that um, you know falls into the same category of something that um, you know our, 
I liked then and like now. Um, this is a band called Pentangle, um, which of which my mum was a fan, and um, they're a, a British, um, you know, insanely <laughs> hippie um, band uh, of um, acoustic and jazz. Yeah, um, they're like a prog folk band. Ah, oh. yeah. I mean, I knew they'd they'd be into your into your scene there. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I remember I remember you saying this. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it was in the Father's Day episode or or just at some other point, but being very impressed that ah. that your family, mum, dad yeah. at the time, whoever you're mentioning, were into it. Just yeah. a great, great one of my favourite bands. Yeah. I mean, I um, I'm sort of embarrassed I haven't gone out and found more albums, but I mean, yeah, it was it was lovely to have it in the house. And again, me and Jane were like kind of, you know, um, uh, always stealing the tape or whatever, you know, and. Uh, um, Basket of Light was the album that um, Mum had, and um, you know, again, it spoke to her sort of, sort of hippie background, you know. And I don't know how much for hippie them really got into um, <laughs> Glasgow suburbs in the sixties, but you know, enough, I guess. Yeah. That, um, so you wasn't, know, wasn't any communes down on the corner? Or <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've often thought about that until you know, when you see those like summations of the sixties, it gives you the idea that everyone was dressed in beads, and yeah. that's just not the way it was. But there was, you know, pockets of it and um these guys um you know they get into some baroque stuff they they did sort of chants and you know that everything you know you could imagine uh, of a cliched style but uh incredible musicians going to play um song that i loved off of this album it's called train song and it's full of great songs but um yeah train song is the one that i um really enjoyed um yeah i'll have a i'll have a listen to some of the great guitar work uh bert jansh i think Explains a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Really? I mean, yes, that's. I rest my case. Yeah. Right, there we go. There's two guitarists, in fact, you know, and they they made themselves a bit more famous before Pentangle even formed by this um, particular style of playing extremely complicated parts yeah. at the same time. Mm. And, and, you know, uh, I think allowing themselves to remain acoustic meant that they could always um, have that, you know, um, delicate. Yeah, uh, nature. Yeah. They always had an acoustic bassist, mm. and um, I, I, my mum's, you know, really enjoys singing, and the fact that there was the lead female singer um, for most of their tracks um, probably appealed to her as well. Um, and she sang in a kind of a, you know, um, a kind of semi-operatic sometimes, um, definitely baroque other times, definitely sort of, you know, they did dirges and chants, like I said. Mm. Um, but the stuff that really got to me was those brilliant guitar lines. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was it was Pentangle, and yep. yeah, grateful for that. Excellent choice. Mm. All right, so um, I know we mentioned Andrew Lloyd Webber before. <laughs> uh, Love him. It's time. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> it's time. You can't really escape any mum of that era. It must right. have just been sucked <laughs> into something. It was so the one was, thing that you know you could go around the room almost, couldn't you? I mean, oh yeah, 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 yes, kind of yes. Number one, one, and that, mm-hmm. and look. You know, when we obviously grew up in that sort of eighties, you know, core period, there, Andrew Webber, Andrew, Andrew Lloyd Webber, his musicals were just such a powerful. Oh, they were huge. They were massive in that mm, time. Everywhere, like, yeah, absolutely huge. So yeah, you, <laughs> you literally couldn't so, escape them. I no, think that's, that's it. That's oh, yeah, it. No, so you know, not my household certainly. No. So if there's one thing Mum does love, it's certainly a musical. Um, Massive fan and, and particularly a fan of his work. 
so I think Cats has always been her favourite. Yes. So I'm just going to go with the classic memory from Cats on this next one. Pastiche video and that. <laughs> At just least a once per episode. Yeah. And that's and that's just your mum uh, uh, having a little regretful time, right? When she thinks back to life before she had you, mm. she's going, "Yeah, wow." <laughs> I should I should sort of pipe up and say that yeah, now that I've, we've gone round, I mean, mum loved my mum loved musicals as well, and I would have to say West Side Story and yes. things like Oliver as well. Mm. Um, mm. But she was a huge fan of. Um, Huge fan of West Side Story and, and loved um, I Want to Live in America, yes. you know, mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah. which, you know, bursting out of, like, she would sing it out full volume uh, <laughs> while cooking. Uh, so you'd come home and your friends would be like, all right, um, uh, you Looks know. like and, you guys are migrating. The, exactly, you know, it's like, um, so West Coast not doing it for you, you know. <laughs> but that was another one of favourites, yeah, sure. All right, Al. Al, what do you got? Cool. Uh, well, another category uh, was pop. So we had crooners, we had classical pop. This is scary. Well, I mean, like going through the years, um, mum, it seems like mum started off with kind of your folksy pop. So we had Beatles, Rubber Soul. Right. um, Simon and Garfunkel. Yes. Tick. But then as we went along, we had ABBA. Yes. ELO. Tick. Billy Joel, Genesis slash Bill Collins. Wow. Um, It's very cool. uh, George Michael. She, like uh, as she got older, she also started. Can't be perfect. <laughs> she also started bringing in some of the music that my sister, in particular, right, may listen to. So where there was a nice overlap. After Taylor, I left home, she Megadeth. was getting into Sting, <laughs> Seal, uh, Big Seal, oh, Seal. Seal. Oh, hey. It's all yeah. becoming it's perfectly. So, <laughs> comes there. So so between my sister and my mum, yeah, a lot of pop sensibilities came through. Right. The two of them. So there was no escape for young. There was no escape. So for this particular track to represent that aspect, it's a uh, ELO with a sweet talking woman. Oh. thing about mum in comparison to dad was that sometimes she would sing right uh, as well uh and sometimes she would dance wow so she'd do the stomp interpretive was, oh no yeah. yeah the stomp was the stomp was a big one so no, not probably to that song probably more like waterloo ever. right um but yes so so she's a triple threat yeah, absolutely. Right. Hey. So if I really want to tease her, I'll singing, dancing, and raising Alan. Yeah. <laughs> now I, I could have added more, mm. uh, but I wanted to to save the audience because uh, the next thing I would have had to put on would be some Akabilk, uh-huh. which is the oh, sound okay. which is the sound of a man wow. making violent love to a clarinet. <laughs> Uh, um, it it's explaining it got a lot. through the ratings. It's explaining it a lot. The, That's right. Yeah, wouldn't have got, yeah. got through the filter. Uh, uh, there could have been a little bit of a uh, uh, Hammond to go go. Where uh, <laughs> well, yeah, as we've discussed, your mum just loved the organ. So. That's right. She she 
She loved uh, some Hammond organ. Um, so yeah, so so I, I've I've refrained from that. But please go and explore some more <laughs> more of the lovely hits of Agabelt. Awesome. Sure, sure. All right. I um I just want yeah, I don't have any more songs to play particularly, but I just wanted to um mention one particular memory, which is probably my favourite musical memory with my mum, and that is um us crouched in the lounge room around my little tape recorder, single you know, single tape eighties tape recorder. I just recorded um We Didn't Start the Fire. Um, yeah, Billy Joel Billy off Joel. the radio mm-hmm. and the two of us sitting there rewinding and playing and rewinding and playing trying to work out all the lyrics to yeah. We Didn't Start the Fire yes. and her her handwriting down the lyrics and <laughs> I, I wish I had those I wish I had yeah. that to this day which unfortunately I don't but that's probably my favourite musical memory is, is oh, going back and forward trying to trying to get yeah. all the lyrics out of um, <laughs> We Didn't Start the Fire Billy Joel that's sweet yeah but it's also interesting too because you, I know we talk about uh, musicals and, and again, uh, like us, you know, uh, our parents were subject to what was popular at the time uh, because Torvald and Dean, oh yeah, were a, yes. were a massive yes. thing yes, across yes, the yes, world. Yes, yes, yes. so Love suddenly it, yeah. everyone went out and bought Bolero. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> and so so my mum, uh, you know, my mum and dad uh, uh, listening to mm. Bolero and 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 blaring mm. it out and potentially. Imagining themselves in their hot house here in Brisbane, uh, <laughs> thinking of skating on the cold ice. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I know Mum went and saw them, you know, when they toured. Yes. You know, and again, yes. it was almost like a musical. It yeah, was like yeah. you'd go and see them yeah. you know, doing their routines yeah. and, and the music and the whole bit. And yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Nice. Well, uh, well, my last category was, uh, I mean, a lot, a lot, I guess these categories generally, there was some overlap with Dad, but um, there's also some distinction between them. And um, can I guess your last category? Yeah. Is it sludge metal? <laughs> Stoner rock. You got me. <laughs> uh, it's so easy, so easy to spot the influences, isn't it? Grind punk. Was it grind punk? <laughs> Tell me it's grind punk. Your mum was into grind punk. No, it was prog. So wow. Yes. We're, 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 we we had Mike Oldfield. Yeah. With uh, tubular bells in QE two. Um, they were the, the two big ones. Uh, QE2 especially would get on and uh, nice. get go on when it was time chore time. So chore time, <laughs> yeah, yeah good, right. good. Pump yeah. that out, and, yeah. Uh, Pink Floyd, of course. Yes, uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Third blast. Uh, Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jean Michel Jarre. Yes. Um, with Oxygen and Equinox. Um, yeah, and it's you know, one of those things you look back now. It's you think that's a little unusual for the time. Yeah. You know, compared with you know all the other stuff she's listening to. So. Mm. so What's going on with that? Well, that's what um, I think when I look at you, Alan. <laughs> so I, I realised. Look what came out of it. Yeah, yeah. I realised that my mum's got a closet. You know? There and you then this is all the stuff that's That's in, where you so. came from. And, yeah, well. and she obviously smoked a lot of weed, and most particularly <laughs> while she was pregnant with you. Perhaps. Let's not verge into slander here. <laughs> exactly. My profanity is fine, but uh, let's keep it um, legal. Sure. That's right. So this is uh, Equinox Part 3. And if we uh, skip forward to about 45 seconds, you get a nice little feel for what I used to listen to. Is this G&G? G&G. Surprised that Mum didn't have a little, you know, some craft work going on there as well. So, yeah, yeah, that's great. Oh, that all night. The, the long winter evenings must have just flown by. <laughs> the dishes must have just washed themselves. Wow. Again, it, it just explains a lot, doesn't it? Hey, just like when I, when not I, enough, I, Brett. Not enough. <laughs> it goes. It goes some way, but 
We're still, still scratching. There's the still a missing link there. So. Right. Everyone, everyone at home is just joining those dots. No, look, the, the only thing missing when I look at like what my dad and my mum and my sister contributed, the only thing missing was heavy metal. So, well, that's your little rebellious yes, self, isn't that it? Was Going nice. out into the world, growing yeah. your hair, and that's listening you to crap. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. All right. Well, I think on behalf of all the lords, we'd love to wish all of our mothers and all the mothers out there listening uh, a very, very happy Mother's Day. Yeah, happy day, you Mother's Day. Yeah. Yes. Why not? And. Yeah, I know we've got it's mostly mothers really that listen right. to us so that's right we've enjoyed that's that's that little yeah. trip down memory lane with us <laughs> um, but of course now it's time to move on to the very very exciting part of the show and we... don't tell me that mothers don't like this segment hey? oh, they no, love it yeah. they, they dig it that's what we hear the gagging for it yep <laughs> I mean we okay. hear it we hear it by yeah, snail meal of course <laughs> that's, that's right, right. And well, that's the way I like it and a fact that's right. yes Faxes right. your preferences. <laughs> so it's time to spin the magical musical Wheel of Fortune. And... Here we go. Here we go. Ooh. It's Prog on a Log Whoa. again. Hey, oh, yes. Too much Prog is barely enough. Oh, that's going to be awesome. All right, let's throw to me now. And welcome to another episode of Prog and a Log. And on tonight's episode, we are taking a look at prog folk rock band, the Straubs, or just Straubs as they were mostly referred to later on. So the Straubs were formed in London in 1964 out of St. Mary's Teacher Training College uh, in Strawberry Hill. And they were first called the Strawberry Hill Boys, which of course eventually got shortened to just the Straubs. Uh, they started out as a folk and bluegrass group eventually moving more into sort of rock territory and even a little glam rock there for a period in the 70s. The leader and main songwriter was Dave Cousins. He was on guitar and vocals and various other instruments. And they went through dozens of other players over the years, uh, notably Sandy Danny, uh, who was their lead singer for their very first few records. And she'd go on to be the lead singer of Fairport Convention. But they went through people such as Tony Hooper, Ron Cheston, and just too many others to mention. Um, do yourself a favour and go onto Wikipedia and check out the full list if you if you can be bothered. But um, like a lot of those groups, just a lot of personnel over the years. But let's hear a song off one of their first records with Sandy Denny. And this is Who Knows Where the Time Goes. Across the purple sky all the birds are leaving But how can they know It's time for them to go Before the winter fire I will still be dreaming I have no thought of time So speaking of personnel, uh, it was the Straubs who brought uh, prog rock legend Rick Wakeman to prominence. He had a stint with them from 1969 to 1971 before moving on to bigger things with Yes. And in uh, a little extra uh, curio, uh, it was actually Rick Wakeman's um, sons, Adam and Oliver, have both also played with the Straubs in later years. So let's hear a Wakeman era track now. This is The Vision of the Lady in the Lake off the Dragonfly album 1970. The silver cobwebs spun with the dew Hung from the bushes in filigree splendor And water lilies asleep on the lake Were reflected so delicate, tranquil and tender 
boatman's side As he strode through the woods To the place where his boat lay moored to a stake Hollow sound of his footsteps echoed Until the sound was lost on the lake He cast off pulling the boat from the shore Peering ahead through the damp clinging haze He thought that he saw strange swirling shapes A trick on the eyes but in the Stafton place So intent was the boatman on crossing the lake that he failed to notice the current that flowed Leading his boat from familiar parts He was firmly yet somehow unknowingly towed All at once the mist seemed to lift Sufficient to show the boatman a pool That he'd never seen in the whole of his life so as you can see, they really had that Elizabethan folk style down, uh, similar to groups like Pentangle or The Amazing Blondell, uh, even early Genesis, actually, for that matter. And actually, the lead singer, uh, Cousins, actually sounds a lot like uh, Gabriel in that early Genesis sort of sound. For a change of pace, though, let's have a listen to their only so-called hit, uh, and this is a real rousing political pub sing-along number called Part of the Union from 1973. I always read between the lines And I always get my way If I strike for higher pay When I show my card to the Scotland Yard And this is what I say Oh, you don't get me I'm part of the union You don't get me I'm part of the union You don't get me I'm part of the union So their best work was certainly from 1972 to 1976, that's their um, golden era. And I would encourage listeners to try Bursting at the Seams, Hero and Heroine, and Ghosts in particular. Those three albums are, are, are very good. Uh, but let's hear a track now from 1976's Nomadness. Uh, tough one to say. Uh, this is To Be Free. What can this mean to attend the coronation as the first guest of the queen And sit upon her right hand where the prince is mostly seen The maids of honor stare at me and they're just a surprise To see a man of such good taste appear before their eyes Now being rather humble I adopted a disguise As the minister of state for mass environment controls who condemns the working classes for inhabiting the holes that belong to Queen and country, but do not permit themselves to be free like me, to be free like me, oh, to be free. And so, like Yes and a lot of other prog bands that still tour in some form even today. Uh, Straub's had hundreds of, of records over the years and, and as mentioned, even more members. So let's skip ahead now and, and to one of their better, sort of later records. And this is Shadowland 
of 19, <laughs> of 2008's The Broken Hearted Bride. I may be wrong, but if I'm right, then I feel it's clouding over neon signs flicker bright with a silent voice of warning I got these things on my mind Shadowland TV lights Can't you feel we're drowning Shadow man Takes what he can While the crowd stands naked watching and in the dark I strain my And so there you go. I hope you've enjoyed another segment of Prog on a Log and discovering one of the lesser known prog rock bands. So do yourself a favour, go dive into the Straub's discography and see what you can unearth. Um, but that's all for now. Please join me on another segment of Prog on a Log soon. I'd just like to apologise to my mum who's now been forced to listen to that. I feel sure she would have enjoyed that. She's not a seafood mm. fan. So. <laughs> Very good. All right. So please, everybody, get on to social media and like and subscribe to our various uh, socials. Uh, it's uh, Lords of Loud at Insta- Sorry, at Lords of Loud at both Instagram and Facebook. Uh, get onto the website, lordsofloud.com, buy some merch, great Mother's Day presents there. If you've forgotten to get your mum a box of roses and some flowers, a Lords of Loud shirt is something you can just... Even if it's late, it's going to be worth it. Yeah, you can stick it in the mail. It's going to be a great present for her. Look, plan uh, ahead, get something for Christmas. Yeah, that's That's right. right. Absolutely. Um, So, yes, get on there and do that. But most importantly, join us again on the Lords of Loud. Lords of Loud is recorded at Zip Studios and proudly distributed as part of the Zenith Command Network.